All right. Hey, Michelle and Headley. Welcome to Going Again Podcast. Uh, I can't even tell you, man, how much I and obviously I'm sure Randy appreciate the shit out of this. A little bit. A little oh, bit. man. It's a real honor to be here. You know, I mean, I, I listening to all your the guests that you guys have on that are like, you know, have been to war and done really incredible things with yeah. their lives. And here you are talking to an actor <laughs> for some reason. So I, I don't know why I'm here, but thanks for having me. Well, friends. we're slumming. <laughs> yeah. 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 This podcast has been going downhill. So, no, this has been a long time coming. So I, I'm so happy that you're here. This yeah. Is, it's nice to be here. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. No, I guess we're just catching you being in Toronto right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I just came up, uh, my wife and I were, were in New York, um, and, uh, and then she, you know, we had to come back up here, and so I was just up here for the week. When did you get married? Okay. Uh, last March. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 just, oh, just, yeah, coming up on a year here. Wow, congratulations. Was, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, congrats, yeah it man. was really great. We just, uh, she's, she's Canadian, um, so we, we just got married at City Hall to start, you know, green card stuff and all yeah. that shit, and we'll probably do a wedding after that, but, um, But you got married up here. And we got married in New York. Oh, you yeah, did? Oh, yeah, okay, it was, okay. It was really great, man. It was like, uh, we just went down to the, the City Hall, and, um, you know, I recommend, highly recommend that if anybody is looking to do something like that. It was very fun. Like it's just a, it's a wild place. It's like the fancy DMV. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like it looks like you're getting your driver's license, but there's like marble and shit, and people are dressed in gowns and stuff. You oh know no shit! I mean? Oh man, it was it was like I've never been in a place that had so much joy. Like everybody's getting married for different reasons. You know, you got guys in like Knicks jerseys that are like on their phones, being like, you know, you wouldn't believe where I am and that sort of stuff. And then no you got way. people who are pregnant and people who are like, <laughs> it was just really wild, man. Wait, so really did you cool. have family there and stuff? No, because of COVID rules, we could only have one oh. um, one oh, witness, right? Right. Um, but uh, uh, her and I had gone to school together there, and, and you know, there's, we had this old teacher mentor guy, this old New Yorker who who came with us and, and oh, hung true. out for the day. Yeah, and then we just went out and uh, went sort of a bit on a bit of a bar crawl afterwards. And and every bartender we ran into would be like, "Oh, we got married today," and he's like, "Oh, I did that at City Hall." You know, oh, it was sure. just a really wow. like. <laughs> cool sort of New York community <laughs> thing to do you know it was super fun man well that's cool yeah. That's yeah, awesome. nice. maybe that's where I'll get married if I ever oh man it was stuff. it was really great and it was just like a total blast you know what I mean yeah good for yeah. you yeah. Amish just twist your mic towards your mouth a sure bit, brother. how's that the other way there you like go that? yeah okay I'll try to stay still. Yeah, no, 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 it's no. Okay. Well, if you move around, just move the mic with you. Just sure. You know, yeah. do this kind of shit. Yeah, I'll get used to it. Cool. Yeah. We're all still trying to get used to it. Oh. <laughs> so, you're back in Toronto. You were in Toronto um, over the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you were out west. Were you back home out west? Because, from my understanding, you're from a little island. Yeah, I yeah. I grew up um, on a on a little island, a couple hours outside of Vancouver. Uh, Bowen Island, it's called, and um, I looked it up. It's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Holy yeah, God. yeah. Like it, it, sort of growing up there ruined. Uh, Bring that mic up. Ruined uh, scenic places sure. for me for my sure. entire life. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it's just the most beautiful place I've ever been in my life. And, yeah, and, and yeah. It never gets old. You know, you go out there and you you you're, you have these like sort of fjord style mountains that come right out oh, of the wow. ocean and stuff. And, yeah, it's gorgeous. And when I was when I was growing up, there was only like, I think when I was born, there was like a thousand people there. Um, now it's obviously a bit of a tourist cool. attraction. Yeah, it's a I real destination, man. And it's like, you know, I hesitate to use the word gentrified, but it sort of is like that. You know, mm, what I yeah. Mean? Like, like the demographic shifts are uh, have happened. You know, 
I can imagine. And I still have a lot of piles there and stuff, but it, but it's you know it's expensive to buy houses there. I can only imagine. Is, as it is everywhere. But so how far off the mainland is it? It's like like to get there from downtown's a couple hours, right? The ferry from Horseshoe Bay is only like thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's a fair distance from the. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a good swim for sure. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it would take you a while when That's you ran so away cool. from home when you were a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew yeah. they knew where to find find you. Oh yeah, <laughs> one, one on the my, beach. One, yeah, one of my brothers it was uh, out uh, fishing with a pal of his in the middle of the sound there one day and, and tipped and had to swim half of it. Oh yeah. my! And his buddy, they they had had a couple. You know, it was his birthday, right? And they were having a few and whatever. And, and oh, Sam and Scotty flipped in the boat, and, and Scott is a huge, like, sort of physical specimen of a guy, his, his friend. <laughs> and he had this leather jacket that he didn't want to let go of, and he dragged it, you know, the whole really? way. They, they must have swam wow. almost two miles, right? You know, to get oh, back to shore, like, like in early May. So it was like... Do not try cold. this at home. Yeah. So <laughs> Jesus, wow. man. That yeah. sounds like one of those I Survived <clears throat> shows. Yeah, man. That, yeah, my brother, the Sam, my older brother, he's... Uh, He's one of those guys that just is the, like one of the luckiest people. You know, he gets in these situations, right? And and uh, and you're like, you did what? And then you then what decision did you make? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but he always comes out with a smile on his face. Pretty, you Amazing. know, blessed guy. Yeah. And he gave his brother some stories. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. Lots. Trip, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Man. Is it cold water? Yeah, hey, that's yeah, the I'd Pacific, right? Yeah, yeah, especially that time of year, or, or you know, any time of year, it's cold. You know, it's it's you jump in there in August, and you know, it's, well, and it's around not, the islands too, it's, it's always refreshing. turning over, yeah. and, and yeah. it's uh, you know, yeah. it doesn't just sit there and get warm like any lake. See, no, I, man. I saw no. a shark. I saw I saw Jaws. Like I, this is what I think about. You swim for a, a half a mile, yeah, in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, you're bound to meet one of those. Well, you'd think orca. Orcas, yeah. There's, there's, there's more of that coming back. They, they used to have a pulp mill up at the end of the inlet there by Squamish, and, and they've since closed that, and uh, that kept a lot of the wildlife out, obviously, because you had a lot more boat traffic, and then you had a lot more pollutants coming in, and so that area is really cleaned up. So we've been seeing like whales coming back, you know, a hmm. lot of orcas and, and humpbacks and stuff like that. Interesting. That's cool. Though, oh yeah, man. it's been, it's been really like incredible to watch. Oh, it's stunning, man. Yeah. You know, I worked I worked in BC uh up in uh, Kitimat. Oh yeah. Maybe uh yeah. it's a really small yeah. tight thing. And they had a bay. Yeah. Everyone's call time that morning was 7 a.m. except for mine. Mine was 9 a.m. Okay. And when I got there at 9 a.m., everybody's going, "Those whales were incredible." <laughs> Those, oh my god, and I'm going the fuck did i miss yeah yeah uh, you know you gotta get up early you gotta get up early man up in, yeah so you <laughs> got to sleep it in yeah it was really sad for me but yeah um all right so you're an actor i am yeah but you started in theater yeah i did yeah yeah so uh um, i love your shirt by the way oh thanks man yeah let me get a shot of that yeah <laughs> wear it all the time it's a regular in the rotation now what's what's funny is is that you opened it all you could read was Andy Butcher, which, it's is, true. which is true. technically him. Oh, there Represent, you go, man. Represent baby yeah, butcher. Yeah, the evolution of the t-shirt. There you go, man. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I started in theater, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm an electrician, right? Like, I, I grew up in a construction family and stuff like that. So okay. my, my, uh, my father's a carpenter. My stepdad was a general contractor. And, um, 
and uh, right on, I'm man. a Red Seal electrician, and I worked on a framing crew forever and stuff like that, you know? Wow. Um, and was working on framing crews, and then and it rains a lot out there, so I was like, how does a guy get dry around here? And, you know, <laughs> so, so I started pulling wire and stuff like that, and then uh, as soon as I got my ticket, um, I, uh, I went to New York City after that. And, um, and there, you know, the, the island I grew up on is, um, was when I was a kid, was sort of a mix of like hippies and rednecks and stuff, you know, like sort of artists out there and, and other, other folks and people who wanted to live in the bush. And stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Right on. Yeah, man. It was, it was a good spot to be, you know, a lot of, a, a lot, lot of, of creativity. Tons. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I heard somebody say, and, and I don't know if this is true, but, but, uh, that Bowen Island had one of the highest, uh. Uh, per capita rates of 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 artists meaning that people who make their living that way mm. you know in oh, the interesting. Yeah, oh interesting yeah, yeah. oh wow so, yeah it was a really creative i don't spot. imagine it's a cheap place to live well when i was a kid it was you know really? so somebody yeah. else discovered okay. it yeah true yeah I yeah i mean the, the ferry you know to be honest is a pain in the ass right so it it, it should be more expensive than it is but mm. you know that that sort of keeps it from being you know ah. yeah because you know it's difficult to get back and forth at times yeah and, that and makes certain sense amenities and stuff like that so um but when i was a kid it was like n undiscovered in that way you know there was there wasn't it was just all working class for the most part okay you know and, and a few few other people but um, and then there was a large contingent of, of summer folks that lived out there too. Um, but there was like, you know, my, my folks were involved in, in community theater and stuff like that. So there was a lot okay. of that around. Um, uh, no, nobody that really made their living that way too, too much, you know? Um, but it was a small community entertaining itself. Yeah. 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 And, and a lot of like sort of intellectuals and stuff like that. And Sweet. people, people that were, were, uh, really interested in that sort of kind of storytelling, you know? Like, wait, so, no, no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, were you born on the island, like in a hospital on the island, or is that a... No, I mean, like, you know, when... Um, I mean, I was born in, in a hospital in North Van, but that's only because, you know, as soon as my mom went into labor, they put her on a boat and drove yeah, her to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, okay, right? okay. I don't know if I know anybody who's actually born on the island, because that's quite dangerous. I'm just trying yeah, to yeah. picture Hamish's mom yeah. at the front end of the bow of the boat yeah. i know stuff I, um I, uh, skipping across the ways yeah it's coming it's coming yeah 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 faster sure. faster yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. okay never mind slow down yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's fascinating so you you got your electrician's ticket yeah one of the things i've never done is electricity electricity scares the crap out of yeah me. um so were you doing like plays and stuff? Is that what it is? You, you, you would do... Uh... Yeah, I was sort of doing plays over there. And then, and then this dude came, he, you know, he his folks lived on the island. He didn't grow up there, but he, his folks lived over there. And, and he came to see some play that I was doing over there or whatever. And uh, and he'd been to New York and gone to school there. So, you know, he was a bit of a big deal or whatever. And and, and he and he was like, oh, you know, you're pretty good at this. You should go to this school that I went to. And, and I was like, right on. And he'd like... <laughs> didn't finish the sentence and I like was out the fucking door and this fucking thing you know amazing and uh and, and how I, old were you uh 24 okay something like okay that. yeah and um you know because I was right at the end of my ticket and uh which took me about five or six years to get I think right and um uh yeah and 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 so I I went home I googled this thing and then I bought a ticket and, and went out to New York and then that, that was fast. sort of it yeah oh yeah man like my old man's from New Jersey, so we oh, went out. Okay. We went out and stayed with some of his his uh, 
family out there. Right on. And, and went into the city. And you know, that first time I'd been to New York, really, you know. And I came out of the Port Authority, you know. I don't know if you guys have ever gone nope, that way. Never been to New York. What? I've never been no. to New York. Oh, Me neither. Shit. No, no, shit. I'd like to be really? I'd love to go. Oh, you guys got to come down. I got to get like married I've been there. everywhere yeah, else. And... You got to get married <laughs> there. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys, you guys should come down. I mean, if you like cities, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I do. It's I've been to every one. other city in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird, man. Yeah, yeah. You got to come down, man. It's not that far. We just drove here. It was eight hours. I mean, not nothing, but not, not terrible no, man, either, fuck right? It. Yeah. Yeah. Road trip. But uh, yeah, I mean, you come out of that, like, we came, uh, first time we went in there, we were staying out in New Jersey, and as I said, and then we came in on a bus uh, through the, the Lincoln Tunnel up into the port authority right in the middle of the fucking thing and you come into this like like if you've never seen it before it's like coming into the the innards of a beast or something you know there's like houses built into the cliff face and, then, and there's just all this like infrastructure and city and energy and shit right and i just remember walking out of the port authority you know right there on 42nd street and i was just like yes this i belong here yeah this i want some of this whatever's going on here and just the the amount of like creativity and energy that you feel like instantaneously coming in to especially that part of the city you know is like for for a kid from you know the fucking wilds of the west coast it was a pretty amazing feeling right and and that was it yeah and like and then uh and we so we went and checked out this school and and i was like all right this i didn't I didn't look anywhere else. I said, yeah, I'm going to go to this place. Is the school still in existence? Yeah. Can yeah. you name it? Yeah, it's called the Neighborhood Playhouse. Okay. Uh, I taught there for a couple of years, actually, like a few years ago, before the pandemic and stuff. So right. it was oh, nice wow. to, yeah. So, you know, we're still a big part of the community there, which is nice, you know. Uh, and that's another special thing about about New York is that uh, there's like a, a real pedagogy there, you know. There's, there's, this, there's this feeling like all the artists, you know, people in the theater community and, and all that, uh, there's like a feeling, a real feeling of like reaching up and reaching down simultaneously. Like, like everybody's a student and teaching, you know, you're, you're part of this lineage, you know, and, and when you engage in, in the community there in, in a real way, you, you feel that, you know, and, and like, like I reach out to people for guidance and advice, you know, um, for all sorts of different things, business or, or artistically or whatever. And I, I have students that I've taught that do the same for me, you know. So you really feel part of something in, in a way wow. that uh, that I think is special to that place. I don't know, though, you know. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. And you got to sort of like really, it, it, it can be a difficult place to be at times, you know. Um, so you got to like earn it a little bit. She's also nice. But that difficulty, like, what is it? It's just that the the challenge of of peers being as solid, if not more solid, than what you think you are, or is it like, is it a talent thing, a skill thing? Uh, it's super competitive. Yeah. yeah. Like in an, in a in a way that I enjoy. You know, it's like wow. You know, you're 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 uh, in such close proximity to people that you would be sort of in competition with, or um, pe- creators who are sort of moving the needle. You know. And so you, 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 look and you're like, wow, look at, look at that guy and look what he's doing, yeah. you know? And, and that's the level man. And fucking a, and if, if you have a little bit of ambition or aggression, you know, in that sense, you know, then, then, uh, it's the right place for you. Yeah. It's exciting and it makes you way better. You know, you can't be lazy there. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's you know? awesome. That's like, the beauty of it though. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. great, man. And, and, uh, you know, that there's something about like, like, <clears throat> sort of the the 
the like lack of reverence just because you know of of maybe work that you've done before you know so you have to earn the respect like every day you know yeah like every, every, everybody's every doing that work every day uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah you can't rest on your laurels exactly and say, oh yeah. i did this movie well tough shit yeah yeah I did, I did this one yeah yeah i mean you get a little bit of respect <clears throat> for it but sure of but course what are, you, what are you doing now you know right and the thing about live theater is that you know you, you got to bring it every fucking the immediate day yeah, yeah exactly like i don't care if you were good one day on this movie you know what i mean you, are you good now are you good for three months in a row you know what i mean eight eight times a fucking week you know like, I've, I've never done a great. play uh, i yeah. love take two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. take two is always the best um so you you were uh you were going to be an electrician, and I mean, you were obviously, uh, you are doing theater because you were having fun. Yeah. Were you planning on doing something with it prior to this uh, friend introducing I mean, the school? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, like when, I think at that age, I was just so present tense, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what the what the fuck I was going to do with the okay. rest of my life. You right, know? I was right. like, New York? Yeah, awesome. Be a movie star? Fucking A. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'll do that for sure, right? And uh, and so I think that that was more of it. And, and I do think okay. that like when I, like when I went there, um, you know, I, and I was so sort of enamored with this new energy that I had found, this city and, and all this stuff, and, and, and intrigued by all these new people and new ideas that I was meeting. But I, I think I, I really, like, wanted to be a movie star. I, I don't think I wanted to be an actor, you know? Mm. And there's a difference. Like, yeah, in, big time, in, man. Like, um, you know, it, it's changed now. Uh, I think in, in our day and age, you know, um, movie stars have to be really good actors now, you know, and maybe that wasn't the case once upon a time. But but now, you know, movie stars are like, like our like our man Renner, you know, like, yeah, like, like, absolutely. Like that dude is Big time. Un unbelievable. Right. So, and there's countless guys like that. So it's a bit different, but I think, I think what I wanted was like some level of fame or prestige or something like that. And, and it wasn't until I got, you know, sort of kicked around a bit by the city and the business and, and other actors and all that stuff, um, that I started to fall in, fall in love with the, like the work of it. Right. And, uh, yeah. And, mm. and there, there's a difference, right? Like, like I was saying, like I had the opportunity to teach at the at the neighborhood playhouse. Um, I, I went and did my uh, masters in England, and then came back, and then they gave me a job to teach there and stuff. And um, and you could sort of see uh, which of the students wanted to be actors and which of them liked movies, you know, um, because because some people were really interested in. Um, other people and like learning about what makes other people tick and and mining themselves for similarities and all that sort of stuff you know they were interested in the world and other people just more sort of wanted to be on camera do you know what i mean mm -hmm. um like some and, movie stars are personalities yeah exactly that's exactly yeah, yeah, all yeah. that's all they are yeah yeah and and i mean not to take anything away from no that. of course not nothing work, disparaging you know? yeah um but and, and i think that that's sort of what what I had sort of had in mind for myself, you know, right? And then and then <coughs> through through doing a lot of theater and you know, um, especially like regional theater in the U.S. and stuff like that, and working with like amazing amazing artists uh, who who don't have the same level of sort of recognition, you know, but but are uh, incredible in their right, you know, um, that I that I sort of was like, okay, I, I enjoy 
I enjoy like storytelling and, and, and I enjoy the work that takes before you get the camera, before you open or whatever, right? So if, I that, love makes, that. if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect yeah. sense. But I imagine being a theater actor too has really uh, opened up a certain type of appreciation that uh, for the for the actual acting of it. I mean, there are there are guys that are, that might audition in Toronto and get a big role and mm -hmm. never seen anything mm -hmm. prior. Yeah, uh, they get to a movie yeah. set and they're actually learning everything while doing this. Oh role yeah, I mean, I, you know, to be honest, I sort of feel like that with when I get on a set too, though. You know, like like it's a very different medium you know like uh, the style sure. of it you know the the bones of it are the same you know like you the, the character work you do or the backstories or whatever you're doing you know um mm -hmm. but but uh yeah i don't know I, I get nervous when i get on movie sets still you know and i'm like shit i am i gonna fuck this up and you know what i mean because there's always take two uh, there's always take two <laughs> yeah. there's always take two but but the the, <clears throat> the process of rehearsing a play you know is some weeks right Mm -hmm. And and you always have, uh, you know, somebody will, you, you'll do something and they'll be like, oh, that was pretty shit actually. And and but you, you can go home and come back the next day and you know have having fixed whatever it was that you were doing wrong. Whereas you you get like like film acting is so exciting in that way that you know you've done all this work and then you come and uh, to the set that day and and it's on, man. You know, there's there's no like rehearsing it before with everybody you're in your hotel room learning your fucking lines and then you come that day and then you're standing across from somebody that you admire you know some actor you've been watching your whole fucking life and now you have to do it right and, and yeah sort it out <laughs> right now right because everybody woke up at four o'clock in the morning to get this shit ready for you to stand there and do your fucking thing so do it you know and uh hmm. and if and, you feel you fucked up and the director says we're moving on you don't get to come back tomorrow and do it again. No, you don't, man. And that then, just then, gets edited in. Yeah, and it's there forever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I suppose that is a, that's a thing, man. Yeah. It's a bit of a thing. I mean, you know, whatever. It's not like, you know, some, some of the guys that you had on before, you know, been to war and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's still just making movies, but... But there's a bit of pressure you feel anyway, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, there is. Yeah. There are more, unfortunately, I mean, there are more people looking at you than some of our friends that have been to war. Oh, and, 100%. You know, yeah. they, they, they come away from a different mm -hmm. type of thing. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah but yeah. So anyway, so I, yeah, I, I, I ended up there and, uh, um, and it was, it was like a, yeah, it was a great time. Like. Uh, I, I didn't I was staying with my fam my dad's family like an hour and a half out in New Jersey so I'd take the bus in from uh, Denville New Jersey like two hours to the Port Authority and I didn't know how the subway worked you know because I had only been on Bowen Island and the <clears> biggest <throat> city I'd ever been to was Vancouver a couple times and then and uh, and uh -huh. so I'd walk across town because I didn't know how to, you know how the train worked so I'd walk you know an hour and a half to get to school you know oh, but Jesus. i was happy as a pig and shit right you know it was like a four-hour <laughs> commute but i was like this is amazing right and then you had to yeah. go home yeah 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 and that lasted a little bit and then i found a spot in the city and then you know was there for a while and then that was a two-year program graduated from there and then uh sort of hung around in the city for a bit um you know getting sort of beat up and auditioning and not getting parts and getting some parts and and doing plays out in the middle of nowhere and stuff like that um and then uh, it, it just sort of wore on me a little bit, and so I decided to go back to school again, and uh, 
I had seen um, there's this really awesome movie theater down downtown on Houston Street that isn't there anymore called the Sunshine Cinema. And, um, uh, it had been like a Yiddish theater. It had been a performing arts center for a hundred years, and then they recently <clears throat> turned it into a shopping mall, which is like brutal, man. Whoa. Yeah, but uh, I went mm. there to see a movie. Uh, and the movie was called uh, Shame. It was a Steve McQueen movie with Michael Fassbender. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Shame. And and I was like, holy fuck, who are these guys? And how, you know, how are they doing this thing? And then I ran home and I and I watched his first movie called Hunger, which is about the hunger strikes in Northern Ireland. And it's a movie about Bobby Sands, and Michael Fassbender plays Bobby Sands. And I was like, yeah, that that's what I want to learn how to do. Whatever this guy's doing. And he went to this school called Drama Center, which is in London. And uh, it's it's not, I don't think it's there anymore. But um, so. Again, I got sort of the same bee in my bonnet that I had when this guy had said, you know, you got to go to New York, and I and I went to England. Mm. You got to stop talking to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I and and they had a program there um, that was like a European classical theater program. So I, I did that, uh, and it was like a like a, a a master's course, and that took us to Russia for uh, a semester, which was like three months. Um, and uh, and that that's was, wild. Oh man, it was really cool. Yeah, Russia. Yeah. yeah, it was cool because, like the the sort of beginnings of of uh, um, American film and theater acting all start in Russia. They start with this guy named Stanislavski, right? Right. And uh, and then this this one theater company called the Group Theater, which were sort of students of of his in a way, right? And and so it's all an extrapolation of these Russian techniques and uh and so i figured that i was going to go over there and get this like magic pill that was going to make me the most talented person in the world right and uh so i sort of like <laughs> climbed to the top of the mountain to be like yeah you know it's show me the fucking trick right yeah man. and uh That's i get awesome. it man yeah totally <laughs> and um <clears throat> and that changed changed me man totally like like they they said uh you know this is the they said work hard kid that was it. You That's know, the he, pill. Yeah, here's the fucking oh, steps. Man. Follow these steps and work hard, and there's no <clears> tricks. And I was like, and don't give up. And don't give up. Exactly. And yeah. and you took a lot out of that. Oh man, it was huge. Like it was pivotal, man. Because because there was nothing else to know after that. There was no other tricks. You know, it came down to the fact of of my own uh, hard work. If I decided, and the only thing that was that was going to stand in the way was my own like laziness. You know, so. Right. So once I had all the information, once I went to the source and, and learned what they had to teach, that that was it, you know? There's, there's, the, the only thing I have now to count on is myself. There's nothing else I'm, I'm missing. Wow. So then it was just about like hard work and applying some of these things that they, that they had taught me to do, you know? So how do you, how do you keep up with the practice uh, between shooting? Um, you just gotta sort of like take care of yourself you know, I mean, you are like the instrument. The, yeah, you're the instrument, which sounds kind of stupid or crazy or whatever. But but that's it's what it true. is. You know what I mean? But like that's what I say, right? Yeah, it's you're just what instrument. it is. I mean, it sounds yeah. silly because everybody says it, but yeah, I am my instrument. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. <clears throat> it sounds like like I I always feel like I'm being pretentious or something. Right. But so you just gotta like take care of yourself. It's true. You know what I mean? And that that's like in all ways, like physically, and you gotta take care of your mind and shit, so that you can you can handle. Um, not getting what you want on a regular basis you know sometimes you get what you want and sometimes you step in shit and you get really lucky and and but more often than not you don't 
rejection. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you know the the longer you're in it, um, the less you take that shit personally. Because, totally. Because there's so I mean, look, it's a fucking miracle you get a job. Yeah. Like with the amount of people that that have to decide totally. and all the shit that's got to come together. Totally. It's a fucking miracle. But we've all done auditions where we didn't get them. Yeah. And then you see the commercial, the TV series, or the movie. Yeah. And go, oh. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that wasn't me. Totally. Totally. Or they change it completely, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, like uh, there was a a woman that I knew that that auditioned for a part, uh, and I I helped her with the audition process, and and she didn't get it. And then when we saw the show, they... uh, they they had cast like a seventy five year old, quite large man, in oh. her part, and she was like a thirty year old beautiful woman. So somebody rewrote. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, why didn't I get it? And who got it? And blah blah blah." And it turns out it was this seventy five year old dude. Yeah. <laughs> so do your audition and walk away. That's your job. You totally. Did yeah, you yeah, did a really. good job. Yeah. Um, so why beat yourself up over it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like like the pandemic changed a lot of things for me, which was that, uh, all you know, one one thing that was difficult uh, about being an actor versus like being a musician was like how do you how do you practice on the regular, you know, um, yeah. and with self tapes, you know, it, it gave us this tool of of being sort of self analytical, so I can make a tape, I can watch it, and I know that I have taste, you know, I have good taste, and, and I'm like that's bad, I don't believe that or whatever, so I can sharpen. My, my skill set. But then right? so can everyone else. So can everyone else. Yeah. So the competition stays. The competition stays, <laughs> and you and but you your skill set gets better. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and the the competition like one thing that I think I've learned that that, that helps me is that uh, the competition should be exciting. You know, like it, like it should be like oh that's the game. All yeah. Right. You know, like okay. like it should be like challenge yeah. accepted. But you know one of the things that we're not yeah. doing anymore is you're not walking in with a little bit of nerves mm-hmm. when you see in that one room all of your competition or, you know, a lot of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you go, oh, God, he's here. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is everybody wearing a cowboy hat? Like, yeah. Fuck, you know? <laughs> 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 that's all right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's like, funny, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, when obviously, uh, you know, sometimes you go sit in an audition room back in that time, and there's like... A whole whack of other dudes that kind of look like you. Oh, yeah. Some of them have red hair. Some of <laughs> oh, them with this, with that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the director already knows. Yeah, they've who, got it who they head. have coming. Like who they they're waiting for that thing that's in their head to yeah. walk in through that door. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, to yeah. some degree, and and, then, and nothing personal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you yeah. don't have the like, he's thinking of some red-haired fucking tall something, yeah. and you're, and then you walk in. Yeah. You kind of have to change his mind to some degree. Yeah. Or her. I'll say you have to change your mind every time. Because. Yes. Right. Like, like if somebody has been working long enough that they're in making decisions about a project, right? Then they have met a lot of people and they have a lot of friends and they have somebody in mind for this part. Hands down, they do. And if hmm. you don't know them, either that person, they're in a really tight spot and they need somebody yesterday. Or they, you need to do a level of work that makes them come to their friend and say, sorry, man, you should have seen this fucking guy. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need to be so, uh, like, right for it. That's the best. And prepared to make them say, you know, 
you know, that, that's a, that's, that'd be a good feeling. It's like a home record, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I heard a, like a, a sort of secondhand story about that with, uh, that actor, James Jordan, you know, who was on Mary yeah, Kingstown. Yeah, right? yeah, a really good dude, right? Yeah, great guy. Yeah. You know, really and, enjoyed and I heard, I heard a story about him getting a part um, over somebody else that was like, the part was written for them. And, and, wow. and their buddy was like, yeah, but you should have seen this dude, man. You know? And then the guy watched the tape and he's like, yeah, you're right. He's the guy for the part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Really, eh? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I mean, it just sort of, you know, whoever's best for the story, if they have the luxury of making a choice that way and it's not like time-based or whatever you know my can i tell you my favorite james jordan story yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's all beat up he's tied to the rack out in the yard yeah mayor of kingstown yeah <clears throat> and he gets shot yeah well i didn't want to see james hanging there by his wrists yeah so uh i went to Stephen, the director and i said i'm gonna stick an apple box under james's ass so he can <laughs> sit there what's your frame and Stephen told me he's frames from here up, right? Yeah. It's a close-up, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> he falls on an apple box. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they chose the shot from back a little ways. And as he drops, it's pretty quick. Wham! Yeah. But you see yeah. my apple box. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that sort of shit now yeah, right? you're always looking for that stuff no yeah. one's ever oh, mentioned it to the, me but I see it yeah, yeah, no one yeah, sees yeah, that yeah. shit yeah 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 well yeah. speaking of that um, speaking of auditioning and all that stuff I mean Robert Robert is uh, 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 your character on uh, yeah. Mayor of Kingstown yeah starring uh, Jeremy Renner and created by Hugh Dillon and Taylor yeah. Sheridan yeah it's wild as fuck number yeah. one um How'd that feel? Getting this role of Robert. Tell yeah, us how, a little what, bit about how did that. that happen? Like, um, well, uh, you know, I, 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 I've never asked from the other end because I don't want to know because I, yeah, I yeah. just fucking <laughs> stepped in shit. To be honest with you, like, it was quite possibly like one of the. Is it was a life? It was a life changing experience. Um, and uh, and. Uh, it, it was like a, a paradigm shift in, in the kind of work that I'd been doing, you know, like I'd been, it's my first time as a, as a series regular and, and, you know, working on something like that. So I feel like I sort of got catapulted, catapulted into this other stratosphere. Right? Um, and, and so I, I just was really fortunate to be in the right spot at the right time. I think it was, was, was part of it because I think that they needed somebody really quickly. My audition process was, was fast. Okay. Right? Um, but there must have been some other guys doing it. Oh, I think they put the word out. Yeah, and I know a couple guys that auditioned for <clears> it, and they're yeah, you know yeah. really good, really good actors. And but sometimes you know you um, like you you know you know like like you 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 get a you get some some script you get a script or some sides or something, and you look at them and you and you say oh yeah I could do that you know they're gonna probably find this guy you know but I, I could do that, and then sometimes you get one and you're like oh that's me. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and those are the ones you have to double down on. Those are the ones where you have to be like, I'm not giving them any excuses to say no to me. Right. And, and I've, it, it, it's, it's rare, it's super rare. Like I've had it only a few times, but, but this thing with, um, with, uh, with this particular project was, you know, the, the audition came in late, like it came in like, like Friday, um, at like midnight, you know, I was watching a movie and I was just like about to go to bed and I was like, well, what the fuck's this? And, no shit. You know, oh yeah. And it never comes in like that. <clears throat> and then I read the, 
I read the breakdown and I was like, oh, Taylor Sheridan? Like, what the fuck, you know? I mean, yeah. when Who's River, that? Whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Wind River's like one of my Yeah, Trip, movies, yeah, 100%. Like, like, hands down, you know, he's one of the great creators, right? And, uh, and, and I was like, wow. And then I read the sides and I was like, oh, this guy like talks like me. You know, he's going around calling everybody brother and this and that. And I was like, he's got the similar, like, you can just feel it. You know, you can feel the cadence of the speech and stuff. And that was really exciting. So then I just like killed myself to, to get it right, you know, and just worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And, and it was due like on Monday at like 9 a.m. So I shot it on Monday at 7 a.m. And I had a really busy weekend of other side gigs that I was doing at the time. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was just sort of magic, you know, that way. Wow. And uh, yeah, and then, and then, you know, you send it off and then you just sort of sit there, right, for a few days and. Um, and we weren't hearing anything back and, and then, uh, and then I was, my, my wife was in Toronto because it was COVID, right? Sort of rules. So she wasn't able to come down to New York and, and we had just come out of that period and, and I was in New York for, for, for that COVID times and that was a fucking wild time, man. So it was just sort of, we were just coming out of all of that, you know, and, uh, and, and my wife was helping me put a, um, another audition on tape for this crazy play and so we were facetiming at the time and and uh and then the text came through that i got the part and i, I hadn't told her where it shot you know because i didn't want her to get her hopes up and all Fucking that right, man. oh yeah. that's off well yeah. that's kind yeah beautiful, beautiful and then and then uh and then i was like yo baby i got this part and i'm gonna and we weren't married yet and i was like i'm gonna come to toronto and like live with you and and it was her birthday that day too it was just like oh, like, wow. like a whole bunch of shit just sort of like you know so her head and so the whole thing felt like quite fucking serendipitous you know Jesus, it felt man. like yeah it was pretty the wild the world man. came together brother yeah man it, it was it was really crazy and then uh like on a on a personal note i uh i i lost my stepfather during during the shooting of, of mayor kingstown he had been really sick and uh, uh yeah yeah no he was he, he had a good go and and he had been like a massive supporter of mine, right? We built houses together for a long time and stuff like that. And, wow. uh, and he had always been, um, yeah, just a huge supporter and, and, uh, and encouraged me to do it. There's, I mean, there's no way that I would have been able to do what I did without, without his guidance, you know? And, uh, the day before I got the part, he phoned me up and told me that he had six months to live, you know? Oh and, my God. And that was, uh, he, he died, uh, um, of some pulmonary issues and uh, and and so that it was just a, a really sort of emotional time you know but um, again like another blessing that came out of this was that that you know he, he got to see me get to a spot where things were going to be different you know it's wicked man. No, it was unbelievable man I love hearing like, that yeah, and and he uh, yeah yeah and and I think it, it meant a lot to both of us that that he was able you know he didn't he didn't survive to the point where where he got to see the show, right? But um, but but he uh, he was he knew that I was I was working at it um, with with people uh, that I admired and, and at a level that that w had always been the ambition and that, that we were close, you know, because uh, because he was he felt like my partner in it, you know. Yeah, like, I'm glad you told like, that story. Uh, That's a... You know, he he was me and him were in it together, sort of. Yo, man, I you get know? that. Yeah, I get it. yeah, yeah, like you fellas, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and it was like a like a big thing, and you know Pete didn't know anything. He's from Kitchener, actually, like right down the road. Oh wow! Here. Yeah, and your stepdad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And amazing. He, cool. he he didn't know um, <clears throat> anything about our you know the, our business, but but uh, 
but he taught me a lot about just sort of being like, a straightforward person. You know? Awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell of a time, man. Oh, it was crazy, man. What yeah. a time. Yeah, crazy, it was crazy. really wild. And it was crazy to like, yeah, to have all that stuff come together and, and out of, you know, the New York and the pandemic was a fucking crazy place, man. Yeah. So meanwhile, his lady's up in yeah. Toronto having a great time without yeah. him during COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on her birthday, he announces he's coming to live with her. <laughs> Well, She's that must like, have been oh, sweet, though. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody out. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's hilarious. That's must great. have been sweet, though, to come out of COVID with something. Holy fuck. Oh. Like, to me, I don't know, COVID it oh, felt really like we were going to all drown. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. I mean, I had just closed a play, like, like a couple of weeks before the whole thing went down, you know? And, um, and uh, we had had lots of success in that play, and I was like, fucking A, you know, here we go. You know, let's ride the... Start ride the wave of this. Gloves on, you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, and then shit, bang, you know, and 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 for all of us in the in the theater community, there, you know, we were gutted, right? Because oh yeah, man. because we thought that kidding? was it for us, you know. We thought that oh, yeah, shit. they shut it all down, didn't they? Oh yeah, man. Broadway we like, shut all, everything shut down. Yeah, yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Everything. Was I'm sure it was down. awesome when at some point you were allowed ten people in that theater. Oh yeah, it's you know, been with great, their masks man. on. Yeah. yeah. But you couldn't yeah. sit together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 One was up on the balcony, yeah. one's over to here. To be or not to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only play I know. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty it was just heartbreaking for everybody cuz we, you know, I mean, theater people are pretty dramatic, so we were like, that's it forever, you know what I mean? And we thought it was never coming back. Theater people are dramatic. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Huh? Um so you, you came to Toronto to make Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, yeah. And I met you guys. Yeah, That's yeah. True. Crazy. So, true. <laughs> so I have a question about how did you... No, we you... don't answer questions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. This well, is about you. Ask yourself yeah, something. Ask about <laughs> no, go so ahead. How did, they, how did you guys uh, like put together that team of dudes? Like, oh, okay. So, away, well, real quickly... Um, I shot five seasons of Flashpoint with Huey. Right. So Hugh and I spoke at length over... Hugh Dillon. Hugh Dillon yeah. over five years of shooting Flashpoint about this show that he came up with. Yeah. About the, uh, living in a prison city, right? Mm-hmm. And hence, this is Mayor of Kingstown. I didn't know at the time that we shot um, Flashpoint that he was a friend of Taylor's. Right. He, Taylor was actually Hugh's acting coach mm-hmm. in L.A. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hugh told me, Butcher, this, if this ever goes, I want you there. Yeah. Uh, I'll have you there. Yeah. And it's been 10 years. Yeah. And he called me. Wow. So, thanks to Hugh. Hugh's the reason I was on Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. He set up meetings with me and Taylor on the phone, and I talked to Taylor. I showed Taylor my stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I was actually on set in Toronto when Taylor called me and I, I had to excuse myself and then tell Taylor, if they call me up, brother, I'm running. Um, um, and, and then, that, and then Charlie and, and yeah, but Dave just a minute. Floods. So Taylor oh, okay. said, you, you, I want you on the job. So my friend, Charlie Taylor was the armorer mm-hmm. and he put me on to Adam and mm-hmm. Dave. So yeah. We went in and had a meeting with Dave, Dave, uh, Flood. Dave Flood. Yeah. Shout out to my friend, Dave. Yeah. Um, the, um, and Floody helped me out, and, and I knew Gord, mm-hmm. and I've worked with Sean in the past as a P-duty cop on my mm-hmm. shows as like the bomb squad guy or the gun guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, you've worked with me before. Yeah. 
I have. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So. so I had all these awesomely experienced SWAT guys, military guys. Yeah. And then I brought a couple actors on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Nolan and uh, Derwin, Derwin and, and, and Andrew. Yeah. Um, there's no way I'm going to do it without him. Yeah. And uh, we went in and we trained at the studio for days and days. Shot thousands of rounds mm-hmm. of blanks. Yeah. Because we're in Canada. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, that's that's how it happened, man. I just yeah. we went into different meetings and we got gathered these guys together. Yeah. And everybody else I kind of knew. Yeah. And said, "You're yeah, you're and and you want somebody that looks like Derwin." Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, man, he's a beast. I was just he he fucking <coughs> took me. To, oh yeah, he took yeah. me to the gym yesterday. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Brutal, man. Yeah, I can yeah. only imagine. Oh, he's unbelievable, man. You know, he's he's such a uh, like soft-spoken dude, but yeah, you know, he's wonderful. He's an absolute yeah, beast, yeah. right? And, oh yeah. And just like his his discipline, uh, you know in such a nice calm way like demands like a hundred percent out of you you know you're just like Shit. the dude is 150 percent. oh yeah you just look at him and you're like fuck man yeah yeah and super knowledgeable great trainer man so i will, I will never imagine? go to the gym with him <laughs> no, no. <laughs> screw that <laughs> unless you unless you want to get in really good shape yeah Randy, and then and then that's it's stupid he, he's your man stupid good yeah yeah but yeah. that's that, that's how it happened basically and we all just got together we went into the training and uh i've never worked with a tighter group of guys yeah yeah. yeah seriously yeah um when they call rap yeah i'm in my truck and halfway home before you get dressed right yeah yeah, yeah. but but that's just how i work but at this show i hung out we had drinks in the parking lot mm-hmm. i loved it i yeah. loved working yeah, on this show with these guys yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah and it was a great experience i mean especially for me yeah i got i got to uh uh, come on board and and uh i mean the it was the, the experience was priceless these guys are the yeah. knowledge yeah. i mean adam is one thing and yeah. then uh to have gord sean yeah uh uh fucking dave and even casey and, and yeah. whatever yeah, casey. Yeah. my god yeah like it's just oh just the amount of knowledge it, but it's helped my career oh, yeah, already sure, yeah, yeah. you know like i've already utilized half that uh that 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 uh education in yeah. other things already yeah yeah it's yeah, great absolutely it's un- it was unbelievable and yeah. not to mention yeah the guys are incredible and i love i love that we all got together for dinner oh yeah that was great keg, man. you came and it yeah, was awesome yeah, yeah 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 that doesn't happen in in my world yeah yeah i mean i i yeah and I, I know that's what i understand and uh it'll hopefully the first of many you know i mean those guys are lifelong you know what i mean yeah 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 it's it was just an amazing like i i have so much uh uh gratitude towards you guys for doing putting that together because i i'm realize how special it is right now having said that had he put together uh eight stunt guys it yeah. may not have it wouldn't be the gone same. this way oh that's no, that's no, the no, thing they totally bring this like right? team vibe that is really well, those guys something serve that, together right? i know it's, it's a, and it's yeah. incredible yeah. amazing they're you incredible feel that you know what i mean and yeah. like 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 for me to and they were so welcoming of me you know like like i learned just so much and, and i realized like all i need to do is like is like show up and do the best that i can to uh you know like some of these stories that we're doing are sort of theirs that's kin to their life you know mm-hmm. what i mean and yeah so you have to pay respect to that and 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 here they are as a part of it and and here i am as a part of it with them so you know if i can do everything that i can to pay respect to them you know then then that's sort of gonna it'll know, show up on screen yeah it'll show up on screen but it'll also allow <clears throat> you know they will like 
Like I'm just, what am I trying to say? I'm so grateful that they brought me in in the way that they did. Oh man. You know, and, and, and it like, it, it, uh, it showed me the level, like talking about that, that, uh, that New York competitiveness, like where, where's the level at, you know, um, they showed me a level. Ah, that, that my work has to be at true enough for the rest of my life i hope you know like like they oh, yeah, they, they were like if if you're gonna do something in this arena in this world this is how we want you to do it you know because we are that's our life and you're representing us so so i, I felt that big time and and they were so gracious about bringing me into it and and like like having adam there w was like uh just a massive turning point in 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 my understanding of what it is to like really dig into something in the film world in terms of like like research like you hear about these method dudes and I'm, sure. I'm not like that but but uh just hanging out with adam and hanging out with all these guys that you would put together and and having lunch with them and seeing how they interact with each other you know i, I think it really shows up you know how, how we all interacted on screen and stuff like that you know totally man and uh yeah like i remember um you know, this is my first time sort of playing this this level of of cop, and uh, you're in the costume fitting, and and uh, the costume lady's really <coughs> lovely, and she's like, she's like, well, you know, would you, uh, you know, do you want do you want us to take out the plates, you know, your 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 plates and your your bulletproof plates and put in some foam so it's easier for you to move around, and I was like, yeah, fuck, sure, whatever, eh, sounds good, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> then fucking Adam comes up to me on the first day and he goes, so uh, so I hear you want the foam. And I was like, well, uh, well yeah, man. who the fuck told you that? <laughs> and he's like, I just want you to know that if you do that, <clears throat> the men will never respect you and they'll never let you live down. <laughs> and I was like, right on, man. Plates. Give me all the plates. All I'll the take shit. extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take two, please. Thank you very much. And, Dude, that's fucking oh, hilarious. Man. And, you know, I, I owe him a huge debt of gratitude for doing that and for being, because, because, you know everybody guys... else wore a foam, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. because a lot of guys in the in in the industry, you know, wouldn't have wouldn't have done that. But he was just like, look, I'm doing you a favor here by telling you that you're not you're not living up to the standard. So let's let's do that. And then not only that, but it it totally affected the way that I moved. So it helped with my performance too. So it was just like a massive thing, you know, that that he did for me there. And um, yeah, and... you can't do that. You can't do that cool grab of the. Well, it just changes Although, your you know, the way the that you're. Best if you got foam in there. Like you're, you're, you're just like if you're wearing all the real shit, then yeah. you move, you know, and you sort of start to move like the real guy. A little slower, <clears throat> a little tougher. Yeah, little, and, and yeah, like you, there's a weight obviously there, so mm -hmm. it just makes a big difference, you know, sure. all that stuff. But I remember the first day we were in Hamilton, and and it was like hot, right? Like it was like 35 degrees, right? This is like we were doing episode three, I think, right? And uh, and I I never had a gun that big before or Fuck. anything right and i'm yeah, standing and these fucking guys like didn't we're all standing in the sunshine for all day right that that day was like a good 12 hour 10 hour day and we're standing in the sun and these fucking guys didn't sit down or anything you know what i mean and i i this is my first day meeting them really you know and i'm like wearing all this shit and i'm just trying to keep up and i'm like you guys want a chair and like adam's like oh it's better than war and i'm like fuck you man you know i was just like sweating and dave is you know he's like looking over me he's dry as a bone and i'm pouring sweat and he's like oh you're a little sweaty hey boy like just yeah, man. busting my balls it was pretty good and then i <clears throat> Like one, I find like 
we we haven't shot anything for about 20 minutes so i like find a little bit of shade you know and i like find a little bottle and like have some water and take off my fucking helmet and shit and then all of a sudden they're like amos where's amos we're shooting blah, blah, blah. and i'm like oh fuck and i'm like putting on my helmet and i got this huge gun and shit and i'm like look like a total asshole and then Randy comes around the corner and he's like, all right, this time when you come in the kitchen, there's going to be a woman there. It's my daughter. And I'm like, oh, cool. And you're, you're going to yell, get down, bitch, and punch her in the chest. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they didn't even let me rehearse it. And they're like, they're like, action. You know, Sheridan's like, action. And I'm like, okay. Kick down the door. I'm like, get down, bitch. Get down. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, God, great. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, that's <laughs> hilarious. It's awesome, wild, dude. Man. It was just like, I felt like really thrown into the fire in, uh, in a really great way, you know. Man, was, that's uh, fucking One great. of my most enjoyable days on set ever. Man, yeah, was really that was good. a fire day in general. I remember it I mean, so well. Even you, you had to jump to hiring uh, uh, Kristen that day and... and that's like true. there was a lot of like uh, jumping and getting things happening now when they weren't necessarily prepared. What yeah. was it, what was interesting about that time is uh, everybody had to be COVID, yeah, checked right. Yeah, right. that's you had true. To have a All test right. a couple of days in advance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hiring a stunt performer on the spur just doesn't happen. Yeah. So no. you guys were going to storm this crack house, yeah. and Sheridan comes up to me and goes, "I need to, I need to take down a woman." In, in the in the kitchen. Well, when did you come up with that? Yeah, We're yeah. ready to shoot. It's like yeah. everything's ready. And he says, "Yeah, I need a woman." I said, "You need a woman." Okay. Joe, holy shit! What does she need to look like? Do, you got something special in mind? Yeah. He goes, "A woman." That's Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me a fucking woman. So, I called my daughter because I happened to know she was on another show and she's already tested and it would work. Right. On. But. Yeah, and she's also around the corner. From yeah, she's just, she, uh, uh, you know, 45 literally. minutes away. So she just came down completely. Yeah. She's like, like you, honey, yeah. uh, put some pads on. Yeah. Some guy's going to punch in here. you in call you a bitch. <laughs> call you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should we man. should note for the viewers that we're talking about Adam Winnick. Uh, he was on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Dave and and all Dave those guys. Dave and Shani, man. yeah, they're, they're yeah. all on the podcast. Yeah, and it was just like huge to to have those guys around, you know, because because they would, you know, I I would they would give me advice as we were going through it. So we didn't really need to yeah. block in that way, you know what I mean? And you knew that everything was going to be super tight, and it was it would, really great, would have man. added to the energy of the scene because nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, you know, at that moment, right? We all knew we were coming in that house. Well, I yeah. didn't. I got yeah. to watch you guys do it. Yeah, yeah right. I was drinking yeah. cappuccino. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Same with Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Stand here. Do the dishes. Back up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cops yeah. gonna yeah. knock you on the ground. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Shout out to Kristen. Yeah. With that. Yeah, man. And then you shot all those other guys. Hey, how you shot me? Yeah, man. World record holder, just, yeah, Randy Butcher. Yeah, just, yeah, got, just yeah, dawned yeah. on me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it just dawned on me. That, that was you... another bomb fucking day. Those oh, are, they were all a bomb. Dude, that day was maybe one of the best days ever. Like, like to, because, just because it was so, you know, by that point, we were, we were, we were all so tight, you know, and Adam had been like, I'd been bugging him like every day. I'd text him like, "You want to train today? You want to train today? You want to train today?" He'd be like, "Fuck off!" You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and and so by that point, we were all so comfortable that we were we were basically just like, "Okay, well, we got to go over there and do that." Okay, and we would just sort of do it right, and everybody yeah. would fall in, and it, it was super fun, man. And we got to 
we got to shoot a lot of rounds, mm. you know, and Steven, Steven K, awesome yep. dude, was yep. like, like, I wouldn't even be on in the shot. And he'd be like, yeah, 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 shoot off 10, 12. You know, we just had all these rounds to shoot. And he'd be like, yeah, some of the casings might go through the shot. You know, it's <laughs> kind of cool. You know, it was super fun, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. that was a bomb day. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy, man. And basically, even throughout the whole shooting uh, experience of the show, that was basically just a build to a crescendo. Oh, yeah, and, and it felt, we felt like a bunch of little kids, you know? We were all just like, you want to shoot it? Yeah, let's shoot it. You want to blow it up? Yeah, let's blow it up. And then let's light it on fire? Yeah, let's light it on fire. Like, it was just <laughs> like, like, it was so much happening. I remember we were going through that big rotunda, and somebody was like, mattress. And Adam yeah, was yeah. like, mattress and then this huge flaming mattress just falls on his head he's like oh yeah mattress <laughs> he was like what the fuck are we doing here it was man? all planned ladies and yeah. gentlemen yeah it, it was, was wild. unbelievable man yeah it was really cool those last two episodes are, are mental like they shouldn't use that but crazy yeah. crazy yeah action. yeah oh crazy man it was like yeah 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 like we essentially made the rock you know that movie like it was like you know it was crazy like that it was super fun man yeah, that was fun, forget. man. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one to forget. It's right there, <clears throat> on the wall. Oh, there it is. A yeah. bunch of stunt guys, my SWAT team. Yeah, every stunt guy in Ontario, right? <clears throat> well, pretty no, much. but close. Pretty, <laughs> we're getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Wild yeah, that one. was wild, man. That was wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a cool thing to be a part of, man. <clears throat> like, you know, like you really felt it. You know, it was just. I felt like that on the whole show was sort of all around that, that everybody who was on it felt like they were they were part of something special, you know? Yeah. Um, like all the actors and, and all yeah. of us were being asked to do things that maybe we hadn't had a chance to do before, you know, or, or whatever. So so everybody felt like we were coming into this thing as a real team, you know, even though, you know, some of these actors you don't meet, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. It was just really cool. Everybody was sort of stretched to their limit. Well, what's really cool, too, is that, uh, I mean, I don't know how many shows I've been on. I've never seen them just snap together a SWAT team and, and do it the way that it was done. Yeah. Like, the the fact that they weren't just trying to just get across or uh, get by with some believability. Yeah. They were like, no, 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 let's get the real shit going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when, yeah, you, yeah. When, you guys, was, when you guys move on camera, man, when you see this show, if you haven't seen Mayor of Kingsdown, yeah. go look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But you guys move so well together. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, I just am in the middle, and those guys move well together, I think. And then and then that's the nice thing is that, you know what I mean? Like, for, for me, that's such a treat because, you know, nobody's looking at me because, you know, they're all looking at these guys <laughs> move really well. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. And I'm sort yeah. of just trying to keep up, so it's like, it's a, it's a huge... Well, it's kind of you to say, but I think... Yeah. Well, but I mean, in those sequences, I think that's true. And then, like... <clears throat> You know, and then when I would go to do something, you know, Sean or, or Dave or Adam or Gord would take me aside and be like, okay, do you want to do it like this? And, and Adam would be there or Sean would be there and be like, keep your elbow and, you know, do these things. I never so you just yeah. have these people that were, that, that cared so much, you know, which I think is, they were really invested in it. And I think that that's a rarity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there was something really special about the whole production because, you know, uh, like Hugh was bringing this work back to his hometown after a time, uh, uh, you know, a difficult time, right? There mm -hmm. had been COVID and there had been a lot of shutdown and stuff. And then all of a sudden here comes this show and this guy gets to bring this thing back to his hometown, you know? And I think just 
like like that energy alone sort of made the whole thing really special absolutely you know? and yeah and so I, and it was a heavy one too yeah yeah so, and it was a heavy one right? yeah and it was like high quality high you know big time big budget stuff it was really cool man yeah 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 and and he and he was has always been really good to me in making you feel like capable and welcome and you know continues to be that no, he's a great guy oh man awesome yeah. yeah and how does it feel to be like the most badass character on the show i mean really well, I don't know. That's up for debate, but that's kind of you to say. Know, you know man. what I mean? I'm I'm pretty. Uh, it's I'm a pretty, pretty fortunate, fucking great you know? character, dude. Oh yeah, shit, man. I mean, it's easy because Sheridan put together this thing that is like, like it's so well written, and uh, so it's easy for me. I just got to show up and like say it, you know? Yeah. And and, and that's it. Just remember my lines, pretty yeah. much, right? Yeah, I think that's all. And the rest of it takes care yeah, of that's itself. That's, you know? that's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we kept, we kept whispering that behind your yeah, brother. Yeah. You look at he's doing nothing. <laughs> you only have to be on the internet for five minutes, and people are talking about Robert the SWAT. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, but I, again, like <clears throat> that's kind of you, but but I, a lot of that is is because you know, like the thing that I've that I've learned is that the the more um, experienced and proficient, capable the the creator. Uh, the the better hands you're in, so so the of course the, you know what I mean. Like so, when you're working with Taylor Sheridan, um, and all of the creators that he put together, it, you can't go wrong. You know, you just got to show up and be present. But his, but now his, know? it's his mind, yeah, that chose you. So in his prep, that prep that you're talking about, yeah. and then what he, what he, his capabilities, uh, was a part of that was his choosing of you. And and there's a reason for that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was fortunate that I like fit the mold at the time, you know. Like like it was a real right place, right time shit, you know. And and uh, and and I walked right into it. And and you know, I've been on other things that are that are less well thought out, and and they're much more difficult, right? And and when you're on something that that's like this, again, you just got to sort of show up, right? And you know that you're in these mm. really good hands, and you prepare your fucking ass off because, you know, you have. You have these incredible people around you, so you don't want to look like a jerk, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, you know, <coughs> you're just so you know well taken care of, like the SWAT team. You know, like I just got to show up. Totally, and these guys man. are gonna do it. You know, so yeah, yeah. But, but Taylor, problem. at the same time, is incredibly demanding. Mm. You got to show up, be ready. Oh, you can't be an asshole. No man. No. No, you no. got to show your weight. Your weight. No, but you know, there. I mean, like. But that's that competition thing you mentioned earlier too. Yeah. If people, you know, there's a level that you rise yeah. to, and he makes people rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever like, like been around anybody like that. Like it, the way that he ran a movie set was the way that like my stepdad ran a construction site. You know, so it was like pre it was pretty great that way, and and I felt like I hmm. sort of flowed right into it. You know, because it would be like, you know, I remember that day that we we're talking about. Um, uh, you, he he's sort of addressed everybody and he's like okay we're gonna shoot it like this and then we're gonna shoot it like that and then we're gonna shoot this and then we're gonna go inside and we're gonna shoot this and we're gonna shoot that and we're gonna shoot that and then we're gonna go home and that's what we fucking did and it was awesome yeah. you know what I mean and there was none of this like oh well maybe we could go over here and oh, you man. know what I mean and everybody's yeah. just like looking at their fucking watches and being like okay his preparedness his decisiveness oh man yeah he, we talked a lot about this yeah, yeah. he yeah. demanded it something at, but I uh the, when I first met him, yeah. when I first saw him shooting, I'm going, hmm. Yeah. 
10 minutes in yeah i love this guy yeah yeah, yeah. the way he does it man yeah yeah you felt so supported you felt like there was somebody in charge and that they were there the train was going that way yeah. you know what i mean and yeah and he had it on. all in his head he knew what yeah. he was doing yeah right yeah. from the fucking get-go man yeah yeah and and that that kind of like leadership <clears throat> is is rare mm-hmm. and uh and yeah it's you know massively appreciated by me anyway so when are you going to show up on yellowstone Oh, I don't know, man. Don't know. <laughs> You're gonna look funny with that big gun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that yeah. little, you probably get a little cowboy hat. A little one. small. Yeah, <laughs> some sitting right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if they should. They could do a cross. You know. Oh yeah. You yeah, could. guys do that. You he, know, he, they, what, what else is cool is that you feel you like. Do. Yeah, you feel like on his projects, like all those guys came up together. You know. Yeah, like you, him and Hugh have been friends for years. Taylor was, uh, as, as I understand it, an acting teacher and a coach yeah. in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. a lot of those guys have have known him for for many years. And you know, and I've talked to people who who knew him, you know, well before he had had any money or any sort of recognition. And and they all stick together, you know. It's and, awesome. And man, you can feel it in their projects. You're like, well, ah. the loyalty is yeah. crazy. Same with you when when he called yeah. me ten years after the fact, brother. Like, That's he, a big yeah. deal. Um, so yeah. they all support each other, and they've supported Taylor in the beginning. Yeah. So now Taylor's somewhere where he can. Well, there's nothing bring like being buddies. in the presence of uh, of familiar energy. You know, it always yeah. feels good to be home. Probably feels the same way when you go to work. You want to get the same guys, like, you know. You know, yeah. Like if you know a guy who does a good roof, you know what I mean. Like, why are you going to call somebody else when you need a roof done? Like, you just that's that, who you exactly. call, right? 100%. You yeah. know, and and that's sort of the mentality that you feel with them, and and that's great. And everybody appreciates that. The roofer and the contractor, you know, everybody's yeah, like in it, right? So, well, I yeah. I think on that on that we should have a celebratory uh, scotch um, because on even on our uh, our logo. Yeah. We have a glass of scotch in our hands. Oh, okay. That's so true. we're going to have So it has well, to just, You're here. <laughs> yeah. This is a... Uh... Yeah, man. Well, you can keep talking. You don't have to watch me open the bottle. Yeah, it's not... It's up to you. <laughs> it's not like a cooking show where we already have it don't prepared. Don't <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Yeah, that's... So, so uh, how did season two go? Oh, we had a great time, man. And, and you shot in... Well, oh, sorry. Pittsburgh, yeah. right? Um, yeah, we shot in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Thanks, son. Pittsburgh's a great, great town. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever been, but it's a wonderful place. I've been once. Yeah. I went for, uh, um, I, I dated a lady who, who had a, a kid who played hockey, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, we went there for her hockey competition, and it was actually great. We loved, we actually, yeah. we loved being in Pittsburgh. Oh, it man, awesome. it's awesome, man. It's, it's a really good town. Okay. Hey, cheers. Well, let's let's keep chatting. Here's to here's to season three coming back to Toronto. Hey, right on, man. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Delicious. Thank you. Yeah, man. Cheers. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So, um, can I can I ask you guys another question? No. Oh boy, he's gonna keep doing this. So how did how so this is a how did you end up? doing this was it something that you always knew you wanted to do because the old man was doing it work kind of thing yeah well yeah you know yeah i i i I was a skateboarder okay right i uh, falling down and destroying myself really was uh part of my nature anyway yeah and uh growing up uh under my dad i i just it was it was almost like you can't find where it actually began right it just my life blended into it uh there was 
it's not that I had no choice. It's that it was it was a family game. You yeah. know, Kristen, my, my my older sister, she was doing it, and she's she was doing it hardcore, doing really big things, and oh. um, you know, and of course, I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, I, I started in acting. And I trained okay. as uh, cool. an actor, improv. I did comedy. Yeah, I did yeah. stand-up comedy. No I shit. did all kinds of shit. Stand-up. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was wow. that was the OG dream. Um, Bro, that is like <clears throat> my hats off, man. Like, like I don't know how you do that. Bro. Well, it's funny. Like, I didn't do it long <laughs> enough. But, yeah, I but I mean, that takes some serious stones to get up in front of people and, and do that. Yeah, well, I, the, I think the reason this is actually kind of a thing that I love doing is because I love being on a mic, man. And okay. And yeah. Showing off my fucking gangster faces and all my bullshit. Yeah. I love doing it. Um, I don't know why. I just yeah. do. Um, you know, uh, but I got into music and all that stuff as well. And I think just uh, being in this business in general. Mm -hmm. is a big deal to me. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be a writer. Um, mm -hmm. I am a writer. I, I just I want to produce and create, direct, write. Mm -hmm. um, and with the stunt, uh, the stunt game was just easy. Mm -hmm. Just easy to get into. Mm -hmm. uh, not not easy. It was like it was an easy thought. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Right, right, of course right. I'm going to do this. Right. My dad was my hero. Yeah. Uh, he still is. Still. Yeah. See how funny he is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so it was just, just following uh, suit made sense i guess yeah it's it's almost something i don't even know how to answer the question because yeah. it's yeah it's it was thoughtless. just like that that was the way you went yeah 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 yeah, yeah. cool yeah. man they were right. born into it. a film family they yeah. would come to set when they were little right you know and he didn't even talk that like he talked about stunts but a lot of it was like uh it was storytelling mm -hmm. he loved movies mm -hmm. you know, which is why he got into it and and uh, we'd always, we were always at Blockbuster, and we were always watching movies. And it took us three and four hours to get through a movie because he's pausing it, rewinding it, just showing me this, yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, cool. You know. And when cool. we were kids, you kind of go, "Come on, Dad, just let's watch the movie." Yeah. But as you grow up, you realize the shit you know, you know. So that's another part of it. It's just it's all blended, mm. you know. And now I'm here, and there's mm -hmm. no other way. Yeah. It's my life. Yeah, cool, man. And and what like how did so. How did you get into it? Fell into it. Yeah. Literally? <laughs> no, it's a stupid stunt joke. <laughs> um, well, you know, I've said this many times. Um, um, I was, my, my generation was the first generation born into a household with a moving picture. My parents mm. had radio. I had television. Oh, wow. So mm. um, the moment I discovered that what those people were doing on that black and white box, mm -hmm. It was a job. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you could actually do that. Mm. I thought, I'm going to do that. So in my teens, I studied acting as well. Mm. But when I discovered Hollywood was not waiting for me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took my gymnastics, my martial arts, and acting, put them in a cup, gave it a good shake, yeah. and out fell a stuntman. Cool. So then I just knocked on doors. And I going back to what you said originally, uh, I just never gave up. Yeah, right on. And so I just do it, you know, and you, you, I did, I was a ninja and this guy taught me something, then I taught him something yeah. and he taught me something and I, yeah. it's just been years and years and years and years and here we are. That's cool, man. And was it always in Toronto? Yeah, well, I've worked uh, all across Canada yeah. and I've worked in Europe. Yeah. I've been offered lots of work in the States, <coughs> but I don't, I've never endeavored to get my green card or okay. an O one one or whatever that visa is. Yeah. Yeah. And I've just called friends in the States, take it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as a young father, I was one of the youngest guys in the stunt business in Toronto who had children. Yeah. I didn't want to leave. 
yeah, make a course. great living here. Mm-hmm. I'd just rather not. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'd like the visa, and I was going to ask you to marry me, but... Uh. Should have had me on last. It's week, so man. fun in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my story. Ah, that's cool, man. That's cool. And and how long have you been doing it now, then? Um. Oh gosh. I said. Uh, well, I I I uh, registered my company, Real Stunts Productions, in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Awesome. And before that, I was doing Wild West shows and. Yeah. So did you did you have another job before that? Like where oh, you, tons of jobs. Wait, but like like another career before that, or it was always just. Well, I ran a I ran a really big kung fu and karate school. Oh, okay. uh, for years and years and years, and cool. I ran my stunt company out of that. Cool. But um, oh yeah, no, driving truck, yeah. doing different jobs. Yeah. I've had so I I am living proof. If you want a job, yeah, you can get one. Fuck yeah, he's man. had like a million yeah. fucking jobs because man, I crazy. would get an audition. Yeah. I would call in sick. Yeah. They'd find out I'd get fired. Yeah. I'd go get another job. Yeah. Then yeah. I would quit to go to do another audition. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the trick. You just got to find something that, that can sustain you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Pretty wild. Uh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. I, I worked for, uh, I mean, I did a bunch of like maintenance and shit in New York too. The, the, the electrical ticket doesn't transfer. Anybody listening? Oh, is that right? Well, I was going to ask you that. to travel with Because you trade, said earlier, you got your carpenter. ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said you got your ticket and then went to New York, and you were like, "Yeah, yeah." But or were the you just unions there are super done? strong. I mean, I got my ticket because like that's I I I wanted to finish it. You know what I mean? I see. And I, I was see. Like yeah, in my of course. fourth year of BCIT, and I was like, "Let's just get this red seal." And then you know I I'm you know I haven't been practicing for years, but I could. I guess you know if somebody was to hire me now. Well, I, I have know. something upstairs. Oh, dude! All right, look at. I've fixed a couple of lights for Andy. Right? I saw that little boy uh, get zapped <laughs> off the fence in Jurassic Park and said, "I'll and never touch a it, fucking eh? light socket." Yeah, hey, yeah, uh, I I got knocked out once. Uh, oh damn! Yeah, I, I was well, like I like in in New York, there's a lot of unions and stuff, right? That are difficult to get into. That, that take a while. So, uh, to be a uh, registered electrician there is harder right and then if you're going to practice yourself you need all this insurance and blah blah, blah. so i was doing like under the table maintenance shit and i was helping this dude with his bar uh, huh. that i that I, I was bartending for him at another bar and then i started doing some work for him too and uh it was like in the middle of the day and it was a club and and uh and i was working on some plugs or something and and all the colors were wrong in there you know somebody had been in there messing around with it sort of oh, like i was fuck. in there messing around oh, like the colors of the wires yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and anyway it fucking blasted me and i woke up on the floor no and, way. I, and I think it just hit me back and i hit my head or something and that's why i don't think the electricity actually knocked me out yeah it's not good no 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 it's not good <laughs> but it, but it, there was all these stories in electrical school of guys who worked with like three 347 volt shit and and uh, that that voltage grabs you it doesn't it doesn't blow you back it it contracts your muscle oh yeah yeah so so like his buddy you know one guy like a taser yeah it'll grab you right yeah, 347 yeah. volts what, what, what's that in well that's like a three phase um that'd be like in, in any industrial building like it would step down to 208 after that probably or something i'm getting this all fucked up it's been a while hey man i don't know shit yeah, you yeah, could yeah, be yeah. telling me anything but yeah oh, it's been a while i, I could probably still shit. do it but i got knocked out and uh <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i'm forgetting something don't call me for an electrical <laughs> job that's for sure yeah but then i but then mostly bartending bartending was the thing that that uh was easier to do because you know you, you you had days off and stuff like that. Yeah, and it freed up your time yeah. during the day to exactly. Sort of and, stuff. and then you know everybody just found like like if you were in New York long enough, you usually found. I worked at the same place for ten years, 
Uh, I worked for this saint of a guy named John Bird. And, uh, and they don't have this sort of place so much anymore. It is sort of a bit of a tragic story about like, so John had, had opened this restaurant. He had it for 35 years at this point. He opened it in the eighties and it was this, uh, very strange Tex-Mex place on the Upper West Side of Manhattan called Santa Fe. And it, it was awesome. And then in the, in the pandemic, you know, his rent was whatever, 30,000 bucks a month or whatever. Jeez. And, uh. And so he, he ended up having to uh, sort of relinquish the business to the landlord. Oh, know? fuck. Yeah, man. It was tough. Tough times. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was like, um, what am I trying to say about John Bird? That, that he, had this, he had this place where, where, you know, I worked there for 10 years. And I would, I, at one point I left for, for two years and then I came back. And one of the guys had left for 15 years and then came back, right? And, and there was these, like they're like patrons of the art you know these guys right and and they would like john was an old jazz musician and like a race car driver and shit he was an awesome dude and and he'd be like what are you doing here get the fuck out of here you know like go and become an actor already and Amazing. shit like that and then you know you'd come in and he'd buy you lunch you know if you're in town and you're looking for a job and he'd give you a job and he'd make space for you and shit and it was like a real family and i, I wouldn't have gotten through uh my time there in new york without a family like that I you suppose know, that's sort awesome. of a thing, eh? For every actor that is trying to do the thing, shit, yeah, man. Uh, and it's this guy. This guy is one of them. Yeah, part and of like, the process. Like, and and places like that are fewer and farther between, from my understanding of it. And and they are the lifeblood of the of of the artistic community in a city like that. Yeah. Without places like that, the artistic community cannot thrive. You know, because you need places man. for these artists to have their like their 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 breadwinning jobs right but you also need to have a place where they have the freedom to come and go and right. can make a decent living you know and and <clears throat> and also like john created this place where where he he hired you and he wanted you to be you it wasn't like a corporate sort of restaurant gig where you were then forced into some box he's like i want a, an interesting group of people working at my place so people can come in here and feel comfortable and want to chat to my bartenders and stuff like that oh yeah yeah it, it was it was great man and uh, yeah, so I, I'm massively indebted to, to him and, and his family who ran the place for, for years and years and years and, and places like that. And then other pals of mine had bars like that in New York, too, where, you know, you could come and go. And it, it was like a real, uh, you, you needed something like that to be able to make it through, you know. Yeah, yeah. man, I've, that feels like a crucial part of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, and like, like, like places where people could, you know, the way they treat you well, too treat you like family you know i mean like it's a rarity to to find a boss you know in that city that that, that treats you really good you know did it take you a moment to find that oh shit yeah 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 i mean it was it was a strange it was a it's a great place it was a strange restaurant i almost didn't apply you know i saw it on craigslist and i walked up and i looked in i'm like i'm not fucking working there <laughs> <laughs> and then i walked in and met all my pals and then i was there for 10 years man shit. yeah 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 ten and bar and coming and going and stuff and Love it. I mean, the, the thing about that, that place is like that, uh, you know, about New York in general is, you know, some of the people that I worked with behind the bar were the most talented people I'd ever met in my life, you know, <clears throat> singers and the rest of it, you know. And, and so when you go to that city like that, you, you don't know who you're talking to, you know, like, like this person that, that is making your coffee. It's interesting. You know, it has some incredible hidden talent that you don't know about, <clears throat> you know, and, and so that makes the whole place like sort of shine, you know. 
And that's how they bring back the regulars and the keep the people yeah and the word flowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's Yo, good. Robert works there. Yeah, yeah. That exactly. guy. <laughs> now that's so cool. Man. The um do you find that the the family camaraderie of like the the stage acting community mm-hmm. is similar in Toronto or Vancouver as it is in New York, or is there a different vibe? Um, I mean, I, I haven't really been a part of those communities, okay. so I, I don't, I can't really speak to it. I mean, I think that, that, um, like there isn't a lot of theaters in, uh, Vancouver, you know, there's some, right. And, and, um, my, my aunt actually is a theater actor out there and, and I think she has a really strong community sense. And I, I think that like just the nature of the art form creates community, you know? So, so I think that where there is uh something like that where there are theaters there will be a community so like most that. likely okay most likely i yeah. would imagine yeah i've just yeah. never experienced it so i yeah 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 i think i think the thing that that's like about like new york is is probably similar in in uh um in other places where people move there specifically for that you know what i mean like, like you, LA, you have this talent pool yeah know, like la like or whatever right yeah, yeah. you know people are coming for this reason from all over the place. So you just have a higher concentration, you know, hmm. I think. Yeah, no, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you taught acting. I just, just for any actor listening, um, how do you act? How? Yeah. Yeah, teach us, teach us something. Like, oh. how, like, like <laughs> there are people, like, it's so hot. <laughs> people watch TV and they go, oh, I could do that. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't. Um, because um, you make it look so easy. Can I start with something? Can, yeah. I, can I ask you? Yeah. Um, I don't imagine it's kind of kind of similar to what you were saying about how uh, in theater, you know, you got to practice everything with your group, and you, you, yeah. you leading up to it, you guys are all getting yeah. together doing rehearsals. Yeah. And in film, you kind of you just show up on set, and you're like, let's hope to fucking god that the person <laughs> that's across from me, not only. Uh, not only is uh, kind and good natured, perhaps uh, mm-hmm. off uh, outside the scene, mm-hmm. but um, in the scene, you're, you know, you can't just sit at home and practice your lines with your emotion, uh, the way it's going to be when you get there. You're gonna learn your lines. You're gonna do. You're gonna memorize it. Understand your scene. Understand yeah. your show. And when you get there. Uh, the person opposite you, the actor opposite you or in the scene is going to feed you emotion that may have caught you off guard. And, uh, and, and, it, and it plays on how you respond, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't imagine that you're at home practicing uh, the emotion so much as your... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't I think so. Yeah, yeah, kinda? totally. I mean, it, it's just like about like... Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of like story structure stuff in there, I suppose, and and uh, um, but it all comes down to what you're doing in in the scene, the context of the scene. Yeah, it all comes down to action, right? Like uh, that's uh, that's Picasso, right? He says action is everything, and if you look at one of his paintings, there's movement in it always, right? Hmm. And um, it's the same for any art, and and it's the same for music or any type of storytelling, right? And and so so action is everything. So what what is happening in this scene, and what is what am I doing to propel that? You know, what do I want? Where am I coming from? Where am I going? That sort of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and then uh, and then and then outside of that it's just about knowing yourself and you know as you were talking about before knowing the instrument so in the school that we were that I was working at in New York it, the the uh, technique is uh, um, sort of taught through these series of exercises these uh, that that sort of teach you about what what you like in the world which which funnily enough like people don't know you know really what means something to them and uh, and then in England I, I was working with this guy who um, they, they taught this quite complicated system over there that that was that had to do with Carl Jung's sort of theories of subconscious and stuff like that and they were like you need to know what makes you tick your subconscious so you can switch it out into somebody else's right so you're just about knowing yourself right and and knowing and then that is how you access these different sort of sensations or emotions or whatever you want to call it but but then coupling that with with uh, with action and that's all Stanislavski is is about you know there's character work there you know knowing the person but then there's it's just what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing you know yeah oh, so that ends the show yeah let's act let's do yeah. some acting <laughs> uh, okay that's, wow. in, that's interesting yeah I find like uh, you know uh, uh, obviously uh, Randy and I sit and pick apart everything mm-hmm. that we watch and you know from acting to shot lists and directing and blah 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 um yeah man uh, i feel like you can't uh, you can't totally prepare for a scene until you're in it yeah well i mean one thing that i found like about working on films and stuff is like uh is it like when you're when you're doing the uh a play in rehearsal you know you're working with these people for some weeks and and you guys sort of build the world together right and mm-hmm. uh i'm finding now that like when i prepare to do a scene uh for film i I don't. I always show up and something doesn't look like what I think it's gonna look like. You know, and the guy's standing there instead of standing over there and all that shit. So yeah. And when I first started, I I, I would, I didn't leave space for that in my preparation. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because like you need to, you you prepare your ass off and then you you leave a little bit of space so that when you get there on the day, you're open to whatever the fuck it's gonna look like. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. what what's this other guy gonna do? You know, and. uh and like, then you feed off all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, and then it you know, and I mean, like, I, I learn all that shit from working with guys like Taylor Handley and Jeremy Renner, you know? Hell yeah, yeah. man. And, and I mean, Renner's the king of that shit, man. He's unbelievable, you know? That's uh, the reason he you is can, where he is. Yeah, and you can just see him working off of everything around him. Yeah. You know, and, and like, like for an actor of his stature, you know, you you feel so included in, in his, mm-hmm. like, world and performance and shit right uh you know and and yeah he's amazing at that and he was great to work with in that he was incredibly generous at anything i offered mm-hmm. um and i would show him something mm-hmm. maybe twice mm-hmm. and he was on man yeah we did that hockey fight yeah in the hockey arena yeah i think we showed it to him twice yeah he participated in one blocking yeah then said let's go at full steam yeah the guy's got it Oh, memory for fighting by the time. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Man. Yeah, and then we shot it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's incredible, man. And um, yeah, so it's just like a masterclass of that sort of shit with him every time, right? And just watching him react off of things and and react off of you, you know, and and yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know, if if film and television didn't go the way it has gone, where mm-hmm. films are sort of taking a bit of a backseat to mm-hmm. some of the television, you mm-hmm. know, it, it takes a real motion, real big 
epic sort of motion picture to to play any sort of role nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got a huge movie star mm-hmm. like Renner uh, mm-hmm. who's uh, hopped on board a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet I, I would I would assume that as you were growing up acting and, and doing this, you're thinking about big movies. And now is it is are you sort of thinking the show thing like does, yeah i mean shit man you know like I'm, I'm happy to be employed you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i mean you know but like best case scenario for sure like i know i i have my ambitions i know what i want you know for sure for sure and for sure and, and uh this this like the ambition was always to be at you know to work in this tier you know this this quality of television right? really so here that it is, is it. right yeah you know and and that's that's amazing and then and then for films and stuff you know there's, there's a whole nother sort of thing there too but i i do i watch a lot of like 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 i think and uh other people would disagree but but i feel like the way that storytelling works with the series and with all these big actors moving to that like 12 hour storytelling uh frame um it it didn't it sort of took the middle out of out of movies right so you still have like all these huge superhero films and you still have independent art house films but some of the films that were in the middle between those two things that's interesting they got turned into tv shows yeah and and actually that's hmm. better for those stories because because they couldn't maybe they they were uh not um sort of concise enough to to hold like a two-hour time frame right you wanted to tell that story over, yeah. over 12 right like like mayor of kingstown might have been a movie at some point but it's way fucking better as a television show well you know you know the yeah, yeah. Well, the the movie came out about queen Right about Freddie Mercury and Queen yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah, um, I have such a problem with that movie. Okay, <laughs> he, he does. We've discussed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah several but, times. But see, it, it's an it's a Freddie Mercury's life is so massive. Right. You know, and yeah. Queen then on top of that is just massive. Yeah. And uh, you could dive into the lives of the the other band members and everything. Yeah. And when you got a movie like uh, like this. Um, trying to sum up one man's like unreal amount of life yeah uh, you know they 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 whatever i've said i think all this shit on the podcast before but that could have been a tv show yeah it should have been a tv show totally. Totally. um you know yeah because otherwise you get into generalities right and and you get into sort of like cliches of of of, of famous people like like uh like freddie mercury and, and a lot of those films follow the same like outline you know yeah you know and, yeah. and it's like that then then where's the authenticity in that story there isn't just isn't fucking room for it you know yeah in the same way yeah they're it's throwing out all the facts you want to know about freddie mercury in, in yeah, just five and, minutes and like here. what made him different than another rock star you know yeah and and uh yeah yeah i agree with you man i agree with you anyway yeah tv yeah. rules no let's redo yeah. it yeah let's well maybe you could now you know like like now you can change mediums and do it with something else right? yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, what else, man? Let's talk. What yeah. else are we talking about? We got what, uh, what? What do you do with your time between seasons? Like, are you working? Do you do you are you doing plays? Um, I haven't done a play in a while. I would like to. Anybody listening to this podcast, I'm available to do a play. Um, I would love to have another job there. 
Uh, and then, you know, you just audition and shit, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, I just did a couple of days on The Good Doctor, uh, you know, out in Vancouver, which was nice. Sweet. I got to go and see my family, and they were all lovely and Sweet. blah, blah, blah. So I'm just trying to get as much work as I can. Yeah. You know? Just like any other actor, of course. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody wants to work. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So so that's, that's sort of what I'm trying to do is just, you know, and, and like I'm, you know, fairly new in the business in terms of uh, my resume and film and stuff so i'm just trying to keep building it and keep it keep it going is mayor gonna come back for a third do you think uh, i mean i don't know man i mean uh you know i think they're sort of focusing on season two at the moment and, and okay uh, yeah you know they let us know that sort of stuff yeah yeah and they let us know you know yeah well i yeah. hope so oh man i mean yeah it's a real pleasure to be a part of um something like that like as i was saying that's like always been the ambition for me you know and, yeah, and i think for every actor to work on something that that it, that has that sort of level of storytelling in it yeah hell and, yeah and yeah. so hopefully you know you get to continue totally with that dude. sort of shit right but um you know but at the end of the day you know i'm a, i'm like a journeyman guy you know so i just totally. want to keep working you know and, and do as much as i can and a lot of the actors that i admire sort of carry that that way of thinking as well for sure yeah, yeah. just yeah. doing theater tra do you travel do you get yeah man i did uh i did my first play ever in evansville indiana and oh. uh yeah man i used to go all over like the the united states has a, has a great uh sort of um regional theater network you know and hmm. that's where a lot of young actors and people you know do and and people like used to be that you can make a really good living that way you know you go out to the guthrie hmm. or the goodman and you do a lot of good plays and um and plays like like i've done plays that that uh start out in uh in the regions and then try to make their way into new york that's sort of the idea you know you'll go to some weird playhouse and do something for a couple months and then hopefully bring it to the city and stuff yeah yeah so you travel all over the place um yeah i spent the summer in the berkshires florida fucking midwest all that stuff sweet you know? yeah cool. it's good man i mean and, and you you sort of you, you, you cut your teeth, you know, and, and I did a lot of really bad plays, you know, and I was terrible in them, you know, and, and uh, you know, thank Christ, you know, not so many people saw it. <laughs> and you just, you know, it's a great way to, it's a great place to, to sharpen your skill set. Yeah, no doubt. You know, before, before everybody's seeing you, right before you come to New York and stuff like that. Yeah, right on. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, any comedian or band or something. Yeah, there's a lot of travel kind of with that, that sort of right? Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I talked to some. They some build their audience and then build, they, yeah. build their show. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you are you a musician? No, no, not at all, man. I mean, I I love music and stuff like that. I people prefer I don't sing. You know, that's like that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I a buddy it. like that. I I ask him all the time, "What do you hear?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we were in Russia, we had this really fancy. Uh, music teacher she like was like involved with the Bolshoi opera and all this stuff and, and um and she couldn't figure out for the life of me what I was doing there you know she made me like get get <laughs> copies from the room and like, you know <laughs> hand out music and shit like that she was like who the fuck is this guy where did you find him <laughs> so no hilarious. musical theater for you no sir no 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 that's all right though yeah I mean everyone loves that shit eh the, the musical theater it's yeah it's crazy yeah yeah it's pretty wild and you can make a good living doing that you know like, yeah like it, it's hard to make a, a really good living as a straight theater actor you know um just because you the there's not as many straight plays on broadway and stuff like that right 
and and uh, and the regional theater contracts are less than they used to be. So, hmm. um, if I you, never thought of it that way. Yeah. When you think of Broadway, you think of the big musical theaters. Oh yeah. Big musical shows. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. no straight play. Just. There's very few. That's yeah, interesting. yeah. You there's know, a couple running right now, but but they're they're few and farther between, and you need to have you know really famous people in them and stuff like that. Whereas in a musical, you, you don't need that as much. Right? The spectacle and stuff, right, takes care of it. Well, that's true. You always hear about Colin Farrell or whoever <clears throat> it might be doing mm -hmm. a play and such and such. You know, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. You know, I know a lady. Uh, I go to this coffee shop every morning just around the corner here, and. Um, a lady that I met there who produces plays. Yeah, cool. And I was going, oh wow, geez, you might, what do you produce out of Toronto? What, what? Yeah. She's no, the Galt Little Theater right here. Oh, cool. Man. It's like a block away. Yeah. Oh, oh, that place still runs. Yeah. Yeah. She's looking yeah. at me like I'm a complete asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It it runs. Yeah. Oh, do you yeah. sell? Okay. I don't I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I you should I, go. I have no idea. Yeah, what I, kind of theater do they do that? You know? Well they do yeah, they I don't know. They do like uh they do didn't even know it was dramas. There. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> even know. And it turns out she's doing these things uh pretty often. Yeah, she I does, just yeah. had no fucking idea. Oh, I actually yeah. asked her about auditioning for a play. Oh, okay. But uh the commitment Maybe really you could is. do a stand up set there. <laughs> I would. Yeah, the I commitment know. must be crazy. The commitment was so, what's crazy. Yeah. It's going to take away to, work from if, me. Yeah. If you commit to the uh, the prep, yeah. and then the, whatever run it is, is it two months, three yeah. months, I don't know. Yeah. You can't take a movie job between No. Them. No, that, that's why, like, you know, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't do it because it does take so much of your time in your life, you know? Anytime, and, anytime we want work, we plan a vacation. Oh yeah, exactly. And then yeah. we get the work, and yeah. then you have to eat your plane yeah. ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a job, plan a trip. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. for him to do a play would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're they're not much money, right? So you're doing a passion project, really. Right. You know? Yeah, I would have loved yeah. to. It would have been fun. I just. Yeah. I've been missing out on a lot of other things as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> One day, man. One day we'll get you up there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny, you know, I mean, like I was talking to somebody about it the other day and, and it's like, like you, you know, like with smaller theaters like that one, you know, that, uh, that, that maybe hire professional people and sometimes, you know, do amateur productions or whatever. I don't know what that theater's like, but, but if you, if you're into it, you know, if, if you love the theater, you're going to do it for the rest of your life, um. Uh, it, and if you if you do it professionally that's one thing if you like if you strive for that and if you don't then you're going to find yourself in an amateur production of something somewhere along the way so you just sort of have to decide like how often would you like to do it and to what degree you know it, it's not a question of like a am i going to be involved in this or not you are you, you are yeah you are you know because you love wow. it right and so you just say okay do i want to devote myself totally to it or do i want to do it recreationally you know and, and uh yeah and that's it what's the, what's the big what's the biggest difference that you find that, uh between stage acting and and film or television i think just the size of it you know like like um like you know you, you might be in a 500 seat house or a thousand seat house and you gotta you know they'll they'll mic you up sometimes, but you got to make sure that this guy back here can hear you and see you and all that stuff, right? So just the technical aspects of it are are totally different. And and you know theater is artifice, right? So so you're you are there's a, there's 
there's a certain amount of it that is like very showy and very production, right? But also, uh, as an actor, you are the show on in, in a play, right? You carry everything. You time the jokes. You time everything, right? And and in, on in mm-hmm. film, that you you are only a piece of the puzzle, right? Right. Like yes, there's lights and all this stuff on a play, but really they're there to see you, and you do the whole thing, and and you have to carry it, right? Whereas whereas in a film, uh, they cut it and they take this part and they take that part and then they show them this and they show them that and they put some music on it and they give you a gun and uh, you know what I mean? And 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 so so you you have to do less, like you, it's less like uh, energy output. Yeah, at some you know? point the editor saves you when you, you you leave a scene, you go, man, I wasn't my best oh and then yeah. the editor cuts it together and you go wow yeah thank yeah God. and they can like fix your joke man they can like time that shit for you yeah <laughs> sure yeah hmm. like like it's crazy right like i i was watching a friend's film they showed me uh, uh, a, a rough cut and i'd never seen a rough cut before of of something okay and i was like no this is no <laughs> you know <laughs> and i i didn't know how to fix it you know, because I didn't understand the medium on that level, right? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of stumble throughs in, in plays, you know, in rehearsals and shoddy rehearsals. And I, I understand how to fix that. But this, and then he was like, oh, no, it's going to be fine. We'll just move that here and we'll put put it like that. And we'll, you know, put some music over here. And and, boom, and it was great. You can change a whole hmm. story. You can change a whole fucking story, man. And and I'm talking to filmmaker friends of mine and they're saying like how important the editor is. You know, it's like, like there's another, what, what's super interesting is, is that there's so many voices like, to, to the story right and and the editor you have the director the actors you know everybody doing their thing the cinematographers and all that stuff and then you have the editor that comes in that's another perspective yeah, almost, he's, he's right? the final rewrite right yeah 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 and which is funny because cool. when we did sunny nights yeah our editor did do something Incredible. that was completely yeah but it was remember the first the very first edit he did was completely different yeah, than totally. what was yeah. written and then we yeah. were like can you edit it the way yeah. it was written yeah yeah, you know, he created yeah. his own movie, and yeah. and be, yeah. uh, you know, and that's the that's the American Beauty thing too. Yeah. Apparently, it was a script. Uh, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing like the script. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's interesting. Well, I think that's a Taylor Sheridan thing that he said. With you know, a script is a blueprint, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. you go from there. Or it can be like a Terrence Malick movie where like the guy shows up who's supposed to be the lead to the premiere and realizes he's only in ten fucking minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprise. Totally yeah, That's exactly funny. right. Yeah, <clears throat> crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is funny. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, crazy medium, man. It's cool. But the theater must be—you uh, create a family, eh? It might be. Yeah, a little, you do. A little yeah. Different in a way. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you get tight. You know, you're up there. You, we, I, the play that I did right before, the pandemic, um, was very difficult play. Uh, the subject matter was really hard. Uh, it was fantastic. Like. Can we talk about it at all? Yeah, it was at this theater called the Irish Repertory Theater in New York City that I've worked at a few times, and they're a really great uh, community there. Um, the uh, director was a woman named Nicola Murphy, who like I'm massively indebted to for just helping allow me to be part of this project. Written by a woman named Abby Spallin, who's a Northern Irish um, uh, writer uh, from a place called Neary in Northern Ireland, right on the border. And she'd written this play called Pump Girl, which uh, was like three mono, like a monologue play with three actors, and um, it was me and Claire O'Malley and Leisha McGee, and uh, and we did this thing, and and it, it was a hard play. It had like really difficult uh, themes in it. You know, it was about sort of um, 
cultural fallout of of the troubles you know and what it's like there sort of to live after that after the uh a lot of the um political uh um sort of I don't know, like, like there is, there is no, there isn't the same political strife there was, right? There mm-hmm. isn't like the, a lot of the people born into it see the violence, but they don't see that, like, like they don't live in a world where there's eighty uh, percent unemployment in the Catholic community and and the same kind of discrimination, right? So, so there's just violence, you know, in in a way, right? And I'm obviously simplifying the shit out of it, but yeah, sure. but that's what this particular play was one of the major themes in it, and uh, and there's a lot of violence and this harshness. Uh, but the play was beautiful and and really mm. worth it. But when you're mm. in a theater and you got to do that for some people every day, you know, and and they, people get up and walk out when something harsh happens or this oh, or wow. that or whatever, you know, and so Jeez. you're up there together, do, doing this stuff. Um, you yeah, you you form a really incredible bond with these people, you know, because How does it feel when someone gets up and walks out? Well, first couple times you're like, "Fuck," you know, "What have I done something wrong?" And then, and then, uh, you know, you sort of just you start to learn how to deal with it, you know. Crazy. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. you know, it's it, it's not because the play, like with that with other things, you know, you're like, "Oh, this this is hard to do because the play maybe isn't as good," but with something like that, they're walking out because it affected them. Yeah. You know, and and they they weren't able to sort of deal with it or whatever, right? So you know, you're sort of doing your job right. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and you're telling the story with like a, a degree of truth, but mm. but wow. it was it was a difficult one, man. And um, you know, it was the kind of play that <clears throat> that every night when you're finished doing it, you're better than when you started. You know, and and so it was a real one of those things where you're just sharpening the shit out of yourself. But I'm sure it's like that. Wow. Like I've heard stories of guys doing stand up that you know I'm like I don't want any part of that. Like that sounds really revealing. You know. Yeah, and, you know. part of, I kind of think that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But I think that's neat too. I mean, it's it's so wild that you kind of changing up on stage based on what's going on in the audience. You know, it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, and not all plays are, are like that. That you know, but but you feel like like when you're working on something that's that that has a a, a great deal of weight like that one did, and then you know you, you feel um, like like you're 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 doing something important, you know, like you're telling, because because the story that you're telling, um, was true for a lot of people, you know, it was you're telling somebody's story, right? And oh. and in that community, there was a lot of people from that part of the world that came to see it, uh-huh. and uh, oh. and and so that that was cool too, you know. And you must feel like you're sort of a tribute. You're doing a tribute to what's going on. Yeah, you hope so. You yeah. know, you 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 hope that you're like you're like a you know you're telling the story properly. That's all you can sort of hope for. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I've seen some moments on on set where, uh, I mean, I had to do a I had to do a scene once where uh, I sort of I don't rape mm-hmm. a girl, but I mm-hmm. do harass her mm-hmm. pretty good, and uh, she's in her bed and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and I do a lot of pretty demonic things. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but you know, after after the scene was cut mm-hmm. um she just she kept crying she just yeah. kept crying yeah. and going and going and the director yeah. uh who was a female yeah. as well uh would come in and hug her and tell her it's yeah. not real and, yeah. and these kinds of things and i'm going oh my god i can't even believe how deep 
she's yeah. gone yeah into this and at first you kind of go is this is she being like for for someone in my position I'm, I'm wondering why and then i'm going wow it's so real it's mm-hmm. fucking real mm-hmm. and i've witnessed this kind of thing like twice in my life mm-hmm. um i can imagine that that happens on th- uh, on stage yeah well again it's like you know it does a little bit but you but you, you've been working on it for a month so you've gotten that out of the system i see okay yeah the best best thing I ever saw was I saw this production of Romeo and Juliet in Russia uh, that they'd been doing for for two years by the time I saw it. It's fucking unbelievable, man. Just because they were two so years. comfortable in it. I know, I know. Crazy. Holy right? fuck. Yeah, yeah. And they were just so comfortable in it, and they had refined the moments to to a place, you know, where uh, hmm. where the story was so clear that they were trying to tell. It was it was really and it was in Russian and I mean obviously I know the story but it was it was like it was amazing man and the sword fights holy fucking shit because they they were they had just they were so they were in dialed. it they practiced like their swords were coming like that on each other right you know and it was just really cool to watch this like man. super well oiled piece of art right like it, it it was it was really cool and I think that that's like 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 uh, you know obviously in film there's there's a lot of sensation that you picks up on the camera you know the emotions you talk about and all that stuff and and with theater you know people you you want to feel that sort of stuff in the moment but but there's a way of doing it where where the it's more important that the audience feels it right so so you want to leave space for all that and and so in the same way it's it's you don't have to do that every time in in the theater Hmm. to get the same response from the audience right you know now, it's someone hmm. like if they're doing Romeo and Juliet for two years, they must be changing it up or doing something to just stay sane, no? I don't think so. I mean, like when when you're working on a piece like that, you know that is so deep, right? Um, you just be surprised, like if if you keep with it and you keep thinking about the everything that's going into your part of the story, you're gonna find new stuff, you know. Um, you can do things for a long time, and and as long as you stay uh, diligent about sharpening it, um, you can keep it fresh for yourself. And without changing it in a massive way, you can deepen the story. And and so there's two ways that that sort of could have gone. Like they could have been doing that for two years, and it could have been totally boring to watch, and they're totally checked out. Yeah. But these guys were not. They had been working on this thing, you know. And uh, that's part of their that Stanislavski system that we were talking about before. It, it allows you to keep going and going on something, so you can do it forever. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to see the show in its second year. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's cool, man. Like, yeah, and uh, they they have a theater system over there that allows allows for that, uh, and we we don't as much. So if I heard you were gonna do a play, and I was like, man, I gotta go see my buddy Hamish in a play. Yeah, should I not go on the first day? Should I, I wait until you've built it and sharpened That's it a little a bit? Good question. He yeah. told me about Stanislavski. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do. I gotta. Well, wait. sometimes I'll go see something right away, and then I'll wait, and I'll and I'll see it right before it closes, and I'll see if I can notice any differences. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There I, must be. Oh shit! Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's usually better. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if it's if it's people that you, you know, if it's a good good theater company, then it then it's usually better by the time because they've had time to sit in it and like really work yeah, out these man, moments yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. on, man. Yeah. So what's oh. next right now? What's next after today? Right now? Yeah, right after today. What's what's next? What I'm going to go to the Marley's game. 
Oh, sweet. I love the Marlies. The Marlies. The Toronto Marlies, <clears throat> man. The hockey. At the Coca-Cola Center. <clears throat> oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not hockey fans. All right. We're right not on, hockey man. freaks, you know. No, I mean, I mean me neither, I, you know, but uh, we live pretty close to the, like, it's down at the... Uh, what is that? The exhibition center there? Yeah. Down on yeah, whatever. So that's where the Coca Cola Center is. So sweet. Sometimes we go down there, man. It's great hockey. When somebody yeah. tells sweet. me they're going to Marley's, I'm thinking, that girl from high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a bar called Marley's. Uh, yeah. No. So that's where I'm going now. Right but, on. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm just sort of like like auditioning. Got a few irons in the fire. Things that might be coming up, and and we'll just keep uh, plugging away. Right on. You know best we can right? good for you man yeah man and just just keep keep it going so you, you're gonna be in toronto for a while uh, i'm going back to new york on monday for a few things and then i'll be, sort of be back and forth right on. yeah yeah it's been really nice man i love toronto yeah it's is your gal city. living living here still sort of or is she with you now yeah we're sort of still going through green card shit so yeah 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 so, so she's a bit back and forth but um yeah, yeah, but but soon it'll be that that all be behind us and it'll be easier. But but I we'll we'll keep the place in Toronto forever. I think, you know, if we cool. can. I, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. It's a great city. Yeah, and because seasons uh, what three, four, five, and six of America. seven, Kingstown. eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and all the all the offshoots that are going to come off. Of yeah, it, all the spinoffs. Yeah, right, the spin-offs. of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roberts. Robert should have his own show. Right on. Yeah, yeah. With his the origin story of all that's what team. that's what Adam was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, right? Yeah, like have the old uh, the, 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 the origin story of how it all like like comes together like an A team sort of show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's bring back yeah. the '70s shows. Yeah, right on. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. That's wicked. Yeah. Um, um, Hamish, uh, we have a friend who's a massive fan, um, and she actually she's a. She's a SWAT cop mm-hmm. at a local uh, uh, prison prison here in, in in the area, Wow. and she's asked if um, you might sign a photograph. Um, well, actually, I don't know if she asked so much as my other buddy did. Yeah, that's her name true. is Jenny. Oh man, that's that's. And, do you I'm, mind? I'm, well, I'm just very. Uh, and like, do you mind? Can I show the picture? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. This Look is, at all that gear, is, man. Yo, this dude, I have been whacking it to yeah. this fucking photo for... <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder, is there foam in there or is that plates? Yeah, yeah. It's plates, Adam. I promise, so, man. It's so plates. She, she, uh, she affectionately refers to you as SWAT Bob. SWAT Bob. All right. That's amazing, man. Jesus. That's Nobody funny. has signed their uh, photograph on this yet. So oh, well, this is my first... This is the first photograph I've ever signed, like. Seriously? Yeah, nobody's ever asked me for a picture before. So well, it's because people don't think that this exists anymore. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess so, right? So, so her name's Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. All right. And I believe it's spelt with three or four ends. Three or four ends. I, I would guess no. it too. Don't two? don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you even have a hard copy of a headshot anymore? Somewhere, man, in my mom's basement or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swap Bob. <laughs> I hope she she likes. That's it. awesome, man. <laughs> there you go, Jenny. Hey, so yeah. now, wh- wh- yeah. <laughs> while while Hamish has the uh, sharpie, yeah. Hamish. Yeah. Would you do us the honor? Yeah. Of signing our table. Oh, of course I would, man. Um, pick a spot that's. It's uh, clean. 
Okay. Yeah, look at all these beautiful. Yeah, and, and you can move the mic and reach forward or go. Yeah, yeah, you can go over there. Of course, Sean wanted the middle, so he he went here and then right. spelled some things wrong and wrote like a kindergarten. But and wrote on the other piece of wood. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I gotta hang them know. together now. Yeah, that's all right. That'll all be right. cool. It's a nice, um, that's a very beautiful spot. Yeah, I thought so. I don't know. Whatever you want, man. Yeah, Whatever. yeah and you can draw a picture, too. <laughs> you feel very on the spot. <laughs> Action. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Take your time. Some guys actually did say, do we have to do it now? I don't even know what I want to. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. This is these yeah. are this is where the improv skills come in. Yeah, let's make something up on the spot. Oh, he's killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> I'm writing it so you nobody can read what I said. Oh, good. Is it in cursive? <laughs> well, he kind of writes like Sean. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Oh, buddy. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man, it was really nice to be here, fellas. You know, like, uh, it took us a couple cracks, and I'm glad that we stuck it with it. And yeah, man. And able to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, thank you Real so honor. much, man. Yeah. And uh, I hope that you get to come back. Yeah, you know? yeah. Have me back again sometime. Yeah, I would I'm love that. Around around awesome. Well, what we've, we've uh, thrown it around of having the entire SWAT team come around. The oh, table. yeah. Keep me posted for that, for yeah. sure. I'd love that. Yeah, we, well, just, we yeah. wouldn't do it without you. So yeah. we just need more mics and cameras. We could do it somewhere table. else. Let's just find a bar somewhere and just yeah, we set could up do the it cameras. Somewhere else. That'd, That'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah that, that would actually be really somewhere, sick. Man. You know, like rent. You know, get a get a space in the day or something. Like go into a bar in the day and hundred percent mic everybody up. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be yeah. sick. Let's yeah. do it up. Totally, idea, man. Great ideas. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Oh, it was great talking to you. Hamish, it was a pleasure, man. Yeah, thank you. Right on. Alrighty. Cheers. All right. Cut it, D.